Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Howdy, friends. Welcome to a very special edition of the Frontier Freedom Hour with Chancellor Dr. Donald Sweeting and I are in Jerusalem for the 75th anniversary of their independence and the formation of the State of Israel. It is a a real honor to be here. We've been in the same room as the President of Israel, the the, uh, Governor of Florida, former ambassadors, current ambassadors to Israel. It has been a real honor to be out here. We're traveling as part of a delegation from Colorado for the opening of the Museum of Tolerance, which, uh, if you know Larry Meisel uh, from Colorado, he plays a very big role in the creation of this museum. He's uh, the chief executive of MDC Holdings and a, a, a prominent businessman in Colorado. So he's put together this great delegation. We're out here, Chancellor Sweeting. What are some of your, uh, some of your reactions being out here? We've been here nearly a week, all part of all these festivities. Just give me some initial reaction. Well, Jeff, I love uh, coming to Israel. This is the sixth time I've been here. Usually, I'm leading. Christian tour groups of 50 to 100 people to see, basically be pilgrims and see biblical sites. So this time we've been with a delegation of Jewish friends, and it's been fun to look at, fun and helpful to look at uh, everything through their eyes, uh, especially, you know, the amazing 75th anniversary of the founding of the state of Israel, uh, a state that is um, a miracle that it came into being after many years of not being here and the, the regathering of the Jews and um, the, the way that the desert has bloomed. So the more we see of the country, the more amazing it gets. So it, it's a privilege to be here. I think we're one of the only universities to be invited and we're the only Christian university here. Yeah, so they're opening a museum, the Museum of Tolerance. That was kind of a part of all the activities yesterday with the uh, president of Israel, with the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, giving a, a major speech here, right? And and that was that was uh, broadcast across the globe as a potential presidential candidate. But what is the Museum of Tolerance? We've been a part of these kind of conversations. What is What are they trying to achieve, you think? Right. Now, there are many museums here in Jerusalem, and many of them have artifacts. And uh, they're saying that the Museum of Tolerance is going to be a convening place. It's going to be a museum of ideas, because ideas change the world. And you got to realize, I mean, Jerusalem today, it's a mix of so many people. The, the, the holy sites that you'll visit as a pilgrim, they're considered holy by uh, Muslims, by Christians, by Jews. And how do all these people live together? In fact, how do you, how do you get along in the Middle East? That's a big challenge. And Larry's had the vision of there's got to be a way to do this. We have to affirm the, the dignity of every person, that they're made in the image of God, and, um, and therefore we have to respect each other and be able to sit down, listen to each other, talk to each other. By the way, this is something that's missing in the United States these days, right? I mean, this is something we need, but they need it here too for the very survival of the state of Israel. 
and I would add for the very survival of the minorities here, the Christians and other other religious minorities. It's important. Yeah, it was, and you get a sense from all the people that are there that they appreciate this vision. One of one of the aspects that he talks about is the sanctity of life, which is a strategic priority at Colorado Christian University, right? Well, and uh, another value that they, they are promoting is the resistance of evil. And uh, there were about seven of them. I can't remember all of them right now, but, and the importance of faith. So uh, they want to be able to bring people together to talk to each other. Now there's a movement taking place in the Middle East right now, the Abraham Accords, where Israel is making uh, new partnerships with co- Arabic countries that they never would have had, uh, and, and Islamic countries, uh, any kind of alliance with. And there have been great breakthroughs in uh, United Arab Emirates and others. And people feel like there's there are new winds blowing through the Middle East. Yes, there's still a lot of the terrorism and Israel faces that threat all the time. Um, but what makes these uh, new winds blow? Well, it's, it's a different approach, you know? Well, and it's a tolerance based in Judaism, right? So yes. one of the things that we were talking about is they were, at, in the very same meeting, talking about tolerance and then confrontation, the importance of both. So, so it wasn't just this kind of willy-nilly tolerance of, yeah. that you see in America of, of kind of we let anything go, we'll let you, you know, dance nude in front of children type of tolerance. But it was, it was a tolerance of, of human dignity, but a confrontation of evil as well. Right. So it's a tolerance with backbone where tolerance is not the absolute, you know, only virtue. This is one thing that's happened in our culture where tolerance becomes everything. I think it was G.K. Chesterton who said, when tolerance becomes your only value, it's, the, um, it's, it's a signal that you're an exhausted culture morally. You, have, you, know, you don't believe in anything. Um, and, of course, Judaism does believe in something. Uh, now, you get specific, and there are Orthodox Jews, and there are conservative Jews, and there are Reformed Jews, uh, but there's this Jewish heritage shaped by the Bible that is influencing these discussions which I think is different from the United States where uh, at least these days, you know, people use, they talk about tolerance and they don't want any of those values brought into the discussion. And uh, I hope we get a little time to talk about just, you know, what is tolerance? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that right now. We've got a few minutes before the end of this segment. Uh, you've been writing an op-ed, a piece that'll be coming out on the notion of tolerance and there's different viewpoints of tolerance. Uh, Give us an overview of that and why this kind of view of tolerance could work. Yeah, some of you who are older will probably remember um, a time where tolerance meant, look, uh, I will listen to you, respect you, respect your right to to share your ideas, um, and you can hear mine, and I'll respect you as a person. I may not agree with you. In fact, I may think you're crazy, but I still respect your dignity. Uh, and and you have the freedom to to say that the freedom of press, freedom of speech, and all that. Well, that that view is eroding in our culture, you know. So there have been other views of tolerance that are vying for attention. So one of them is what I call, um, uh, well, probably the radical one now is repressive tolerance, which was um, propagated by Herbert Marcuse and the neo uh, neo Marxist Frankfurt School. Uh, repressive tolerance is uh, 
um, I will tolerate you if you agree with me, but if you stand for something that I don't stand for that I think is, uh, is not right, I will not tolerate you at all, your right to speak or anything else. And that's working its way out through the universities in our country. You see this in cancel culture and uh, just the dying of debate on college campuses, which is quite tragic. Then there's another view of tolerance. I call it lowest common denominator to tolerance, where let's see how little we can believe to get along. And the National Council churches in America, I think, took this approach. You know, let's let's not emphasize, you know, not emphasize our convictions at all. Just toss them out the window, and we'll agree on this minimalistic approach. But that's proved to be disastrous for the National Council and the Protestant mainline, which is declining and attendance is dropping like a rock. Uh, so um, I, I'm excited about a view and I'm hoping that the Museum of Tolerance will be pushing a sort I call it convictional tolerance. You, you have certain convictions about things that are right and wrong and about truth, um, but you believe in tolerance and the human, human dignity is one of those convictions. Um, so you have to respect the person, even if you disagree with their lifestyle. Or, so um, that's what we try to teach at Colorado Christian University. Uh, and that's what I hope that they'll be promoting at the Museum of Tolerance. It's a noble idea uh, when it's rightly defined. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. And with all those uh, cultural complexes we face in America, you can, you can see the challenge they have ahead of them. Friends, we're talking with Chancellor Dr. Donald Sweeting, the Chancellor of Colorado Christian University. Uh, Jeff Hunt here. We're both reporting from Jerusalem on the 75th anniversary of the state of Israel, their independence. We're going to continue this conversation when we come back. Friends, I got to tell you, Colorado Christian University is one of the most unique universities out there. I, we haven't seen any other Christian universities here. Uh, they, there could be other activities, but we haven't seen them. I, I think our calling to try to impact culture to be uh, not only training up students, which is important and really the critical function that we do, but to be a university that's out there publicly, uh, creating opportunities for thought leaders to connect, uh, traveling hours and hours and hours to get out to uh, Jerusalem to be a part of these festivities. And uh, when we come back, I want to share with you some of our conversations with Governor Ron DeSantis as he was out here, uh, a speech that uh, made the headlines and in fact is now becoming a, a really visiting Israel has become require, a requirement for anybody running for president. Uh, I think our friend Joel Rosenberg called it the new Iowa uh, for presidential candidates, that you've got to make the trip out here. You've got to interact with our allies in the Middle East and really Israel, the democracy out here, uh, the, the, the importance that it plays in the Middle East. We'll continue all of this uh, throughout the next few segments. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back. <laughs> 